Hey, what's up everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Need you, need you to calm down just a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm just so excited. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, you're going to be excited. Ooh, like horny excited or just excited? No, well, no. No, we're not going there. Not yet. Hold on. It's too, too early. Clear channel oh. radio. First time minutes, you can't talk about that stuff. Oh, shit. <laughs> My bad. No, this is not clear channel radio. What was I... There was a comedian. I think it was Jim Jeffries. He was talking about something like that. He couldn't go. You have to be like 10 minutes into the set before you can start dropping F-bombs and all that. He's an Australian comedian, so cunt is a pretty uh, crazy word. I mean, that's every few words is that. Yeah. You would think they would want you to get that, you know, just get it out of the way. Right away. Just come just out, get out and your yell, system. fuck. And then if anybody gets offended and leaves, they're good for the rest of the show. But if you come out, you know, like Mickey Mouse, and then all of a sudden you turn into, I don't know, fuck, Tom Green? I don't fucking know. Who, who's a nasty <laughs> comedian? Eddie Murphy in Raw. And then, there you go. You know, people are going to be like, whoa, 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 I thought this was kid-friendly, and now, you know, my kids call me a cunt. <laughs> I need another drink, you wanker. <laughs> He's a great comedian, though. I highly recommend him. What was his name again? I didn't didn't catch that. Jim Jeffries. Oh, yeah. I know who he is. Oh, right. He used to have a show on Comedy Central, right? Yeah, for a little while. Uh, And I think he's still doing a podcast, which is basically just Jim Jeffries stand up for 40 minutes. It's just him and two other people just talking about whatever. Don't promote another podcast on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with you, we man? We got to. We got to. Why? If we help the people, the people help us. Hmm. I don't know about that. You think Jim Jeffries would help us? I don't know about him. Yeah, I don't. He wouldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't. He doesn't care about us. Nope. Not even a little bit. Nope. What are you drinking for this episode number? I do not know which one it is. 136, I believe. As long as everything works out, stars align, universe is in balance, it'll be episode 136. I might just cut that just in case. (laughs) (laughs) We typically don't know what day it's coming out or, you know, the date. We We know it's always a Monday, but we rarely know the date or anything going on around the time the episode. We're usually about a week off. Yeah, and, uh, if we try to predict it, usually something happens, and then stuff goes crazy, and then yeah. that that episode doesn't come out then. We didn't record something in December, and then it was like five weeks before that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, <laughs> man. What was that one? Wasn't an SCP. We just recorded an SCP, and then we had, then it was all Christmas stuff. We did, uh, the hell's his name? The Anti-Santi. Krampus. Oh, yeah. I was, for some reason, I was going to say Klaus. <laughs> we had the wives on, and then we did, uh, we had the guest, or vice versa, and that episode just kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. So I don't, I don't think it was an SCP. No? I don't, no, because I, I thought it was. Maybe it was Krampus. 
No, it wasn't Krampus because we tried to push that. It was something. I want to say it was alien related. Who runs from forest? Oh, I think that was it, because we did it around the, the date. Yeah. But it n- did not come out around that date. <laughs> because we were like, well, oh, there's 40 other podcasts that are doing the same thing now. We'll just push ours later. Yeah, that really sucks. Like when you realize that, you know, you're you're getting ready to do an episode, and then somebody comes out, or like somebody larger than us, or whatever, <laughs> comes out with an episode on the same fucking topic, and you're like, I look, I swear. I didn't copy this person, but it looks right. very suspicious. You know what I mean? Oh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, because it comes out a week this. later. <laughs> you know, fucking Joe Rogan right. just did it. <laughs> no, I, I don't listen to Joe Rogan. What? I occasionally, but I think I think they got to him, man. I think they, the powers that be, got to Joe. Man, you were all about Joe for a while. Yeah, I mean, he he does long episodes, and I work long hours. I did. Now I only work nine, but it filled the time. Sure. I, I don't know. But now you only hit Joe up whenever you were curious about whatever he's talking about. Yeah, maybe I'm, I might maybe. try to find somebody else to be honest with you. Oh no. Yeah. Oh my God. I just realized you asked me about 25 fucking minutes ago what I'm drinking <laughs> and I have not told you yet. <laughs> Uh, it's a 60-minute, Dogfish 60-minute. It's my go-to. I had some yep. in the fridge, and I got a couple of these with me, and I got a Corona, just in case. Oh, yeah. Just in case it gets to three. Mm, maybe. This is this topic is easily going to be two parts. We, we haven't done that yet with our individual topics, but, man, there is so much to cover with our boy Enoch. He's wow, dude. Hmm. Hmm. You said you were interested in the book of Enoch, but <laughs> for s- somehow synchronicity, yeah. I picked it and you're like, oh yeah, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, it's very, it's a very intriguing topic, but before we get too much into it, why don't you tell me what you're drinking and then we can dive on in. All right. Let's do that. I'm having uh, some, what was the name of it? Kissed Caramel Vodka in my tea. Wait, you hmm. sick? What? What, are you sick? No. Oh, fun licking your tea. It was just know. good. It was good the other day, so eh, having it again. That's interesting. Caramel yeah, and, vodka? Mm-hmm. In my tea. What kind of tea? Just black tea or like Earl Grey? Or? Yeah, just just black tea. Mm. Okay. Nothing fancy. I thought you were fancier than that, man. Fan- for tea? I just thought you were fancy. <laughs> Do I look fancy? <sighs> Fancier. <laughs> no. That's good, though. Uh, it's a smeared off kissed caramel is what it's called. Caramel, caramel. I don't know. Depends on what part of the country you're from. Caramel. What? I say caramel. Is that weird? No, that's not weird. And I think it depends on how my level of slurring, whether it's caramel or caramel. Too yeah. many syllables. You don't want to trip over too many syllables. Yeah, I mean, if you're really drunk, it's a caramel. <laughs> caramel. It's hard for me to even say caramel. <laughs> Those two letters don't belong together? Caramel. Caramel. I don't know. Just seems weird to me. All right. That's weird that it's weird for you. <laughs> Are you weird? I am very weird. Good. Good. And if you want to be weird with us, join the Not A Bring On The Weird cult on patreon.com slash bring on weird. How's that for a segue, my friend? There you go. <laughs> That's the five bucks a month, right? Yes, sir. Did we ever get Amber <laughs> her sticker? You. No. Oh, we did not give her their sticker. We're working on it. Oh, okay. Did I guess you saw the, obviously you saw yep. the email because you clicked on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty good deal. I think I might put an order in for those from Sticker Mule because they're they have a sale right now. Yeah. Die cut stickers for twenty bucks. Twenty bucks as opposed to seventy for fifty of them. Yeah, 
It's a good deal. So I'm going to I'm going to do that. They're great stickers too. Sticker Mule makes some hell of a stickers. Mhm. And with that price, I might get more than just not to bring on the real weird cult stickers. I might get who knows. I'm going to throw some Taylock in there, the Dang. alien head one. Dang, bruh. <laughs> we'll see. Off to the Book of Enoch. Um, I'll give you the history of the actual book here soon, but I want to talk about him, his family line, first. Excellent. I, I was trying to figure out an order to do this, but I want to talk about him, and then <clears throat> a little bit of the history of locating the book and that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I've got a pretty good idea for this outline and how it's going to flow. That's good. You told me you, told me you knew how it was going to end, this one. Yeah. Perfect. Unless it ends sooner. I don't know, because we're already 15 minutes into this. <laughs> That's all right. We'll make it work, man. All right. Enoch is the seventh son from Adam, of Adam and Eve. Okay. So the way that works is, uh, here's the beginning. I guess this is just a touch of Genesis. When God created mankind, he made them in the likeness of God. He created them male and female and blessed them. And he named them mankind when they were created. <clears throat> now, I did not know anything about Adam's family line. Did you? Uh, I think I did. But now, now I'm second-guessing myself. <laughs> so it says, uh, Adam, when Adam had lived, then this is a quote from the, from the book. Or I guess it's a quote from part of the Bible. When Adam had lived 130 years, he had a son in his own likeness, in his own image, and he named him Seth. After Seth was born, Adam lived 800 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Adam lived a total of 930 years, which I looked that up. Uh, he lived a total of 930 years, and then he died. I'm like, were the years different in these biblical times? Did they count days differently? Did they count years differently? No, not really. But uh, kind of? Kind of. Oh, that's not what they, I thought. What? That's not what I thought. I was thinking, I thought, I mean, this is just what I heard before. I thought that once we got, like, banished from the garden, yeah. then they were like, you know what? These motherfuckers don't deserve to live that long. <laughs> and then, well, I guess not right after, maybe it was after the flood, but some. It was some. that's something that I had heard. I think that's in Enoch someplace about the number of days for for humans. Oh, okay. Uh, so Adam lived a total of nine hundred and thirty years. I looked. I looked that up. It was biblical a biblical year? Well, early Bible years shorter than what we know today, and they counted three hundred and sixty days as opposed to three hundred and sixty-five. So barely. <laughs> yeah, barely. So why, why 360? Was it did they think? It, no, they didn't know it revolt. I don't know. It's interesting though. 360 degrees in a circle. Right. Hmm. This might end up in the second episode. Yeah, the second part. But there was a there in the about halfway through the book of Enoch. One Enoch. There's three of them, I guess. I don't know if I'll get through all three of them. But about halfway through the first one, they recount how. The sun comes up in one portal, and I'm when I'm was reading this, I would imagine somebody just standing on a hill so they could see all the way around them, and just watching the sun go from rising in the east, setting in the west, and then just watching it kind of shift its way around that circle over a year's period of time. Yeah. So the days are longer in the summer, and the nights are shorter. And then vice versa in the winter. The days are shorter, the nights are longer. And they, they broke them down into parts and portals and windows with the moon and the sun. Okay. That whole section of the book is extremely tedious because they they recount uh, 30 days worth. So then it rises in the east in this portal and sets in the west for these 30 days. Rises in the east in this portal, sets in the west in this one. And the moon rises in this one for 30 days and 30 nights. Da -da -da -da. Did they think it was portals because they didn't, they thought the earth was flat, so they thought it was literally coming up out of and going back down into? 
or do you know? I don't know. That wasn't really in the text about whether they could figure out if it was flat or round or what. But they just, just called it portals and windows and yeah. But that is also <clears throat> a you know that's been handed down from translation to translation to translation. Right. Yeah. So that's something to think about too as we're going through this. It's a it seems like it's a translation to an interpretation to a translation to an interpretation. It's like a million year long game of telephone. Yeah, I mean, you were describing it to me before before we even recorded this started and uh you were telling me how difficult it is to get through and you even just made a, a you know you kind of alluded to it there or you you said it and it, it's just like reading the bible there's parts of the bible yeah. that it it's like and i don't know and adam begat seth and seth begat and it's just like right entire pages of that and it's like holy shit can we just we don't need that stuff do we right but then if you don't read it like that and then it's just it becomes interpretation and potentially somebody's opinion on what this is i guess it's not it's a translation with an interpretation with opinion mixed in there it gets a little wishy-washy yeah i guess it is important after so long yeah Hmm? i guess it is important information to know who is the son of who, and uh, that's how you get progress through the timeline, I guess. Yeah. So it's not like God created Adam and Eve, dot, 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 here comes a flood. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. They had to, there's some filler in there. Yeah. So in a 360-day year, uh, 930 years, I, I did the math on all this just to see what it would be. That's 334,800 days. In a 360-day year that he lived. Now, in a 930 years, in a 365-day year, is 339,450 days. I know this probably doesn't mean anything to you without looking at the numbers, but if we took 334,800 days into a 365-day year, then in a 365-day year, Adam would have been... 917.26 years as opposed to 930 years. So it's only a 13, 12 and a half year difference, but over over a millennium. (laughs) Yeah, that's... So it's not a major difference. And I broke the math down for somebody else who lived even younger, one of uh, Adam's sons. And I think over, where is it? I think it was 130 years. It was only a um, two-year difference or three-year difference, something like that. Okay. So one of them lived uh, 130 years, and it was only like 127 years and a 365-day year. So it's close. Yeah. And and we even do – that's why we have a leap year because the years are actually – the way they do it is 365 and a quarter, right? If you really, really, really break it down, and then every four years – at a year, at a day. Yeah, I mean, roughly, that's why. Yeah, that's kind of goofy. I just, I just wanted to break all that down because a, a biblical year or a prophetic year was just, just a hair shorter than the years that we do, three hundred sixty-five day year. Not my bunch. Okay. But anyway, um, Adam, after Adam was Seth, I assumed it was Adam and Eve. Didn't Adam have? It wasn't his first wife, Lilith. Yeah. That's, we don't uh, talk about her. Wow, that's I think that's what the Satanists say, maybe. And then all oh, those crazy kids. And then Lilith got banished for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't remember what the reason was according to them, but she got banished, and then she married Satan. Mm. Yeah. So she's the original Goth girl. I guess I'm not quite sure what that means. <laughs> Gothic. Dark, emo, all that. Oh, kind of oh I thought it was like a character or something. Oh, uh, no, I, when, I just meant like a dark character, dark personality. The original yeah. fucking female demon. <laughs> she had three knockers. Oh, she's from Mars. Maybe even four. Who knows? <laughs> no, it's just getting crazy. Yeah, it's too much. You can't handle all that. Talk about an octomom. Whoa. Shoo. 
Wouldn't that be <laughs> that'd be a lot of boobies? Eight of them? <laughs> Just it's three hundred and sixty. It goes four on the front, four on the back, and the armpits are still the armpits. Okay. You know those people out there with an armpit fetish? Not to get us off track. I just thought that was weird when you said armpits. That's a strange thing to be into, uh, right? Yeah, like, what can you... I don't know what... I, mean, I don't get it. Look. It, you know it's what not for the, me? You know what the dude would do. Hey, baby. Who the dude? You know, the dude. <laughs> not the dude from the movie. The dude oh. who's into the armpits. He's like, hey, baby. Let me put it in between there. Close your arm and let me... You know, go to town on it's that messed thing. Messed up. Why? Why? I, I don't know, man. There's a fetish There's, for everything out there. Yeah. Well, that was not for me. That's for somebody else. I, yeah, I don't. I'm hey, not judging. I don't kink shame. I saw a meme that said, <laughs> like, some guy was like making fun of another dude, and he was like, "Hey, you shouldn't kink shame." And the guy was like, "Kink shaming is my kink." <laughs> oh God. Anyway. So I get my rocks off. There we go. I got us off track again. So Adam was 130 when he had Seth. Then he lived to 930. And I'm just going to break down all of his descendants from there until we get to probably Noah. Noah was Enoch's great-grandchild. It'll be quick, though. Okay. Uh, Seth had lived 105 years before he became a father to Enosh. Seth lived until 807. Oh, no, no. Uh, He stopped having kids at 807. I guess this is how this is broken up. When Seth had lived 105 years, he became the father of Enosh. After he became the father of Enosh, Seth lived 807 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Seth lived a total of 912 years, and then he died. Okay. And then Enosh started having kids at 90, and he lived to 905. And actually, he was... Okay. When Enosh had lived 90 years, he became the father of Kenan, and then died at 905. When Kenan had lived 70 years, he became the father of Mahalalel. Okay. Mahalalel. 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 Mahalo. Mahalo. <laughs> All right, we'll go with that. <laughs> These damn kids, man. Adam was 130 before he had kids. And now his great-grandkid, Kenan, is 70, and he's having kids. I feel like they just didn't know their numbers right. They weren't very good with numbers or something. <laughs> they were just like, uh, I feel 70. I'm probably 70. I've seen 70 seasons. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe? But with a, uh, what Ke- would a 130? Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, well, that was before they even had kids. Uh, so he's 35 starting kids. And then if you divide, Keenan lived till he was 910. And then he died. So if you divide that in half for the seasons, that was, what, 455? <laughs> Still pretty fucking old. <laughs> um, Mahalalo had lived 65 years and became the father of Jared, and then he died at 895. Jared was like, damn, I don't need kids this soon. He waited until he was 162 before he started having kids. Damn. He was a businessman. You, he had some stuff to do before he got... Yeah, he was career-oriented. You know, he didn't want a, a kid to to ruin his, uh, you know, his climb up the corporate ladder. No, no, no. But that's fine. When he was 162, when Jared was 162, he became the father of Enoch. There's our boy right there. And then Jared lived a total of 962 years, and then he died. And here's, I'm going to read the whole fun thing about Enoch here, and then we'll get down to Noah. Okay. When Enoch had lived 65 years, he became the father of Methuselah. After he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch walked faithfully with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived a total of 365 years. A little short, right? Yeah. But This is the part where the text gets a little fuzzy. Enoch walked faithfully with God, then he was no more because God took him away. Everybody else died. Hmm. Well, hmm. abduction. It's fun. Raptured. Funny. Ooh, ooh. One of them. Something happened. Uh, when Methuselah had lived 187 years, he became the father of Lamech. Methuselah lived a total of 969 years. When Lamech had lived 182 years, he had a son. He named him Noah. 
and said he will comfort us in the labor and painful toil of our hands caused by the grounds the Lord has cursed. After Damn. Noah was born, Lamech lived 595 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Lamech lived a total of 777 years, and then he died. Huh. But uh, it's, let me think here. Yeah, it's probably going to be in the in part two where I never gave this any thought before, but there is a heavy description about what Noah looked like when he was born. And Lamech's like, well, fuck this, I'm out. So then Methuselah raised Noah. Uh-huh. Oh, I feel like I heard, oh, man, well, I don't think it was the Sumerians. Was it Sumerians? Maybe, maybe, because I think it'll come up here soon. The names of the of a set of angels, and I swear you were named all these people, all those names in the Sumerians of the of these angels. Hmm. But it, that may have come up in the in the Sumerians. I believe about, if I I don't think I said anything about it, but I, I believe. The Sumerians have a very, very similar story where somebody got pregnant and they were like, yo, this thing's fucked up. I'm out. No, I'm not taking it. Nope. That doesn't mean anything to me. That's not mine. What are you talking about? Yeah. Hmm. So later on, stuff happens with, well, you know, the, the whole Noah story. Yeah. But we're not getting into that right now. Um. That that could be the next episode, but we still won't get too heavy into that. We'll get we'll talk all the way around it, but we won't get into that. Okay. Now the, the other funny thing about the Book of Enoch, right in the book itself, it is asserted that Enoch is the author. He wrote it. I think that's how the books were named in the Bible anyway. Like John, I think John oh. wrote it. Matthew, book Matthew of Matthew yeah. and John, and yeah. Although I don't know how they got numbers, I don't think anybody was named Numbers. <laughs> Why couldn't they be? Uh, maybe I don't know. Doesn't Gwyneth Paltrow have a kid named Apple? Maybe. Yeah. See, you can name your kid anything you want. Anything you want. Hey, come here, Numbers. Hey, coconut, coconut. <laughs> get your ass over here. The the birth certificate comes out. Like, what do you want to name him? I don't know, just put some letters. And then you just literally write the word letters. <laughs> hey, come here, letters. You got a problem with the letters, letters? Come on. Let's get to the alphabet letters. <laughs> uh, the, let's see, where was I? The history of the book itself is wild. It's a wild ride because they, it, it's actually not that old because they found it in, Part of it when they found the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Book of Enoch itself. Hmm. Uh, the older sections, mainly in the Book of the Watchers, which is the beginning of the Book of Enoch, are estimated today from 300 to 200 BC. And the latest part, Book of Parables, probably 100 BC. Various Aramaic fragments found in the Dead Sea Scrolls, as well as coin, Greek, and Latin fragments, are proof that the Book of Enoch was known by Jews and early Near Eastern Christians. The reason why the the reason why we're not really taught the Book of Enoch too much at this point in church, I think it has to do with the fact that the I think it was mostly the Jews who believed it was more of a fanfic. Interesting. I had heard a pseudo. I had, I had heard that it was taken out, like it might have originally been part of it until somebody. It was like, nah, we gotta take this out. It's it doesn't fit, man. Yeah, it's like they it was the edited version, the the abridged version. They're like, mm, I don't know about this part, this whole section. We don't really need to talk about all this. We already talked about all this. And what the fuck are those angels doing? Are you serious right now? They didn't do that. Get that out of there. That's probably the part of the Bible where they started saying like, and Adam begat Seth, and Seth begat this guy, and this guy begat this. You know what I mean? They were like, take it out. Fuck, we got to fill that. Uh, just say people begat other people. <laughs> it's crazy how they, they were just like, nah, we don't need that part. Yeah. Just cut it out. You're like, who the hell are you? Like, why are you an authority? If it's if it's there, it should be there. Right. See, that's where the interpretation and the translation and the opinion 
start to get a little fuzzy. Who who's to say you can't put leave that part in there? To either take it for face face value. Well, what are you teaching? Just teach what the text says. Don't don't interpret it. Don't leave your opinion here. That's journalism. Don't don't bring your opinion into this story. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, right here. It is not part of the biblical canon used by Jews apart from Beta Israel Ethiopian Jews. While the Ethiopian Orthodox Tawahedo Church and the uh, Eritrean Orthodox Tawahedo Church. Man, good thing I'm not drunk. Yeah. All them peoples consider the Book of Enoch as canonical. Canonical? Canonical. Other Christian groups regard it as non-canonical or non-inspired, but may accept it as having some historical or theological interest. Or uh, pseudo-epigrapha, which pretty much means a fanfic. So at some point, somebody's like, hmm, that's a funny thing they said about Enoch there. Going down the line from Adam. What did he do? Well, I got an idea. Mm. I've got lots of time. I don't need to farm. Somebody else is farming for me. I'll just sit around, look at the sun. It's coming up over there. It's going down over there. Just write all this down. It took him a long time to write that. Because if he had to watch <laughs> the fucking sun and moon for a month straight. Yeah. For at least a year. Just going out there with a sheep. <laughs> and the lambs. Shut up, Elsie. I'm trying to fucking document the sun. <laughs> I don't got time for you. Uh, it is today wholly extant only in the Ethiopian Giez language with earlier Aramaic fragments from the Dead Sea Scrolls and a few Greek and Latin fragments. For this and other reasons, the traditional Ethiopian belief is that the original language of the work was Giez, whereas modern scholars argue that it was first written in either Aramaic or Hebrew, the language was first used for Jewish texts. Ephraim Isaac suggests that the Book of Enoch, like the Book of Daniel, was composed partially in Aramaic and partially in Hebrew. No Hebrew version is known to have survived. It is asserted in the book itself that its author was Enoch before the biblical flood. Okay, there we go. Now, when the book itself was first discovered, or uh, when a complete version of the book in the Giez language was first discovered, well, I guess it wasn't first discovered, but it was rediscovered by this guy named James Bruce. And... The, the description of old James Bruce here, he seems a little a little bit of a con man. Oh, boy. Where's he at here? He's in here somewhere. Uh, first off, Sir Walter Riley, in his History of the World, written in 1616 while imprisoned in the Tower of London, <clears throat> makes the curious assertion that part of the Book of Enoch, which contained the course of the stars, their names and motions, had been discovered in Saba in the first century and was thus available to... Origin and Tertullian. He attributes this information to Origin, although no such statement is found anywhere in extant versions of Origin. Where is this James Bruce guy? He's in his, he's in my notes somewhere. You want to take a break and then find it? Yeah, let's take a break. James Bruce, come on down. Ooh, I wish I had the prices right. Me. <laughs> <laughs> We should, we should do that. We get fucking hammered immediately. Take it down. Oh, probably. Or we want all your ad money. All right, you want two bucks? Here you go. <laughs> That's it. That's all we got for you. Now, he was a Scottish traveler and travel writer who spent more than a dozen years in North Africa and Ethiopia. <clears throat> he was born in uh, 1730, died in 1794. So that's that's about the time he was active. You know, squeeze those years together in his active life somewhere in there. Okay. He claimed to be, now this is where I start to think this guy's a little bit of a con man. He claimed to be the first European to trace the origins of the Blue Nile. But his claim was false. The credit goes to Father Pedro Paez, who found it in 1618. And this joker found it, oh, look what I found 150 years later. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> you lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but he is attributed with finding the most complete book of Enoch from Ethiopic manuscripts, 
written in Guiez, which were brought to Europe by him in the late 18th century and were translated into English in the 19th century. Now, what he did, he found three copies of the Book of Enoch on his travels in 1773. Uh, he returned to Europe from six years in Abyssinia with three copies of the Guiez version. One is preserved in the Bodleian Library, or Bodleian? Bodleian, maybe. Another was presented to the Royal Library of France, while the third was kept by Bruce. That seems a little... That's, that's another reason I don't trust him. It seems he's a like, little... Uh, go ahead. He's like, I'll, I'll give you this one. King of France, here you go. And, uh, well, I guess those ones for me. I found it. I guess it's not. I was thinking, what was that guy's name who founded the Mormons? Not John Smith. Indiana Jones. It's. I want to say John Smith. It's not John Smith. He's the one that uh, did stuff with Pocahontas. Yeah, nasty things. A little too soon. A little too soon. <laughs> Damn, I can't remember. But it, I was thinking it sounded a little bit like that, where he was like, I got these, and I'm the only one who can read them, and... Uh, I'm the only one who is allowed to look at these. And uh, you just, you got to trust me. <laughs> but I guess it's not quite that bad. Maybe not quite that much, but it still seemed like he was a little bit of a shyster about this kind of stuff. I found this. I'm keeping it. I guess I'll share some of this stuff, but. So he, but he shared the entirety of it, right? Or did he, he... he found three copies in the Guiez language. And he gave two of them away and kept one for himself. So is Enoch just in a cave somewhere? Just fucking... Tick, tick, tick. All right, first copy done. <laughs> Let me redo it. Tick, 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 tick. You know what I mean? Like, holy fuck, man. How do you find three copies of this fucking thing? Was it on tablets? Right. Like Three complete copies of it. That was in 1773. To me, that seems a little bonkers. <clears throat> it probably... If you dig deeper into the history of the texts and all that stuff, it... I'm sure it existed in some form, in various forms. Actually, yeah. Before that, it was in pieces here and there. Okay, well, we have this piece, and Sir Walter Raleigh found this piece, and then somebody else found another piece outside of Ethiopia, and then James Bruce found a whole thing, three whole things of it. Wow, imagine that. Mm -hmm, How yeah. lucky of him. Look what I found. Dream that Jugger 150 years ago? Look what he did. He only found a couple pieces. I, I found three whole ass books of this. Yep. Just stumbled across it. Hey. hey. Unbelievable. Well, uh, <laughs> hey, Jay. Look it, at me go. This looks like your handwriting. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and he starts writing with his left hand. See? <laughs> this is this is how I sign with James Bruce over here. I, I signed a Jimmy. <laughs> Why does it have the initials JB at the end? <laughs> I don't know. Joyous book? Enoch J.B. Bruce. <laughs> he, look, he wrote it himself. It's right there. I, we share the same last name. I, it's it's crazy. I don't know. Wow. That must be how he <laughs> lucked into finding it. Yeah. What an incredible I, I, man this J. Bruce is. What was he doing? Like, was he just wandering through a cave somewhere and just spelunking? And he's like, oh, sh there's candles and crates and shit. What? what? Pottery? Look at these books. Is that an angel the skeleton? Whole, the whole library down here. That person have wings? What? What? There's one with horns, and he's got a sword through him. Hold on a minute. That's way too many eye sockets for somebody. <laughs> uh. Anyway, uh, yes. Bible humor. You need to know a thing or two to know a thing or two. Then you can joke about it. Well, we don't know anything, and we're still joking <laughs> about it. So <laughs> what does that mean? But I still think it's crazy that this was 1773 when he discovered these full texts of these books. The Bible's been around for two plus millennium. I honestly, I don't, Probably. I don't even have a clue. I don't know. Is it a billion years old? Is it like the Bible? Yeah. Is it two thousand years old? No clue. I don't have a oh, clue. Yeah. That's that's a good point. Jesus was two thousand twenty one. Two thousand. 2021 years ago, yeah. So when did so, the Bible come about? Because it, part of it came out before, part of it came out after. And then they just mushed it together. <laughs> right. 
little fanfic here and there. Pseudo epigraphic. <laughs> we gotta tie this all in somehow. Not with Enoch. Not with Enoch. No, no, no. Let's get rid of no, that one. Um, mm, no, 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 no. He's not part of this. We'll Please do. Stop. We'll do the begat thing. This guy begat this guy. <laughs> we'll do that. Yeah. Sounds good. And then we'll allude to Enoch doing some crazy shit when he was the seventh son from Adam, and then he, then he walked away with God. What? What? You can't just don't. You can't leave us on red. And the fucking Jews coming here like, oh, vey, leave the Jesus guy out of it. <laughs> the Catholics are like, Mary's pretty hot. Maybe we should worship her. You know. So you got Catholics talking about Jesus' mom or his wife, or which Mary? There's a bunch of them. Jesus's wife? Is that blasphemy, it, sir? Was he married? No. Didn't he have? Wasn't Mary his wife? He Mary was his he mom. Took a wife, didn't he? Mary was his mom, but I thought there was a Mary wife too. I think every woman was Mary back then. <laughs> Not Mary happy, just Mary M A R Y. Maria, everyone's Maria. Come, come over here, Maria. They are very Catholic down there in Mexico. <laughs> Come, enter my abode. Over there is my humble commode. Come. <laughs> Please, courtesy flush if you numbered two. Please. <laughs> There's a number two right atop the bowl. Push it. <laughs> but they, from 1773, with these whole tags, they slowly started translating. So the first English translation of the Bodleian Ethiopic Manuscript was published in 1821, titled The Book of Enoch, The Prophet, an Apocryphal Production, supposed to have been lost for ages but discovered at the close of the last century in Abyssinia, now first translated from an Ethiopic Manuscript in the Bodleian Library, Oxford, 1821. That was the name of it. Awesome. <clears throat> That was insane. That's like the, uh, oh, what is that fucking Darwin book? Oh, I don't know. Like, his book about evolution is, the title is so fucking long. There's not. It's as big as the cover of the book. It go like, seriously, this book, it goes like halfway down the fucking cover. That's <laughs> not a title. That's a page in, in the book. Right. Why would you just pick a couple words and go with them? Evolution by Darwin. <laughs> What the fuck? I just solved your problem, idiot. That's it. This That's a form of evolution there, Chief. There it is. We're done. We made a better way to do things. We evolved beyond these paragraph titles. <laughs> Pass it. Then uh, 1833, Professor Andreas Gottlieb Hoffman of the University of Jena released a German translation... And then that's the thing where things got crazy. It was translated into multiple other languages, but we're still uh, the generation of Enoch's scholarship from 1890 to World War One was dominated by Robert Henry Charles. <clears throat> His 1893 translation and commentary of the Ethiopic text already represented an important advancement. Three first names, dude. Serial killer. Oh, uh, Robert Henry Chuckles. Oh, did you say Chuckles? No, Robert Henry Charles. Oh, I was like, wait a second, did I fuck this up? <laughs> yeah, three first names. Definitely serial killer. He probably hit his head when he was a kid. That's what uh, that's what happened. It happens a lot, yeah. The English translation of the reconstructed text appeared in 1912, and the same year in his collection of the Apocrypha and the Pseudo-Epigrapha of the Old Testament. So this dude, this dude was fanfic all the way. Book of Enoch, Old Testament fanfic so he's saying it's fanfic no this guy helped put together like part of his translation was sort of i think it was ad-libbed yeah he started adding shit to it gotcha okay and then the publication in the early 50s of the first aramaic fragments of one enoch among the dead sea scrolls profoundly changed the study of the document as it provided evidence of its antiquity and original text the official edition of all enoch fragments appeared in 1976 by Joseph Milik. 1976, dude. In all of history, 1976 was not that long ago. It was not long ago at all. It was 11 years before I was born. <laughs> right. That's it. So the Book of Enoch and its full translation interpret... Well, I, 
yes, I'm sure there's interpretation in there someplace amongst it. But it's it's younger than most priests, pastors, preachers today. Whoa. Yeah, you're right. That is weird to think about it that way. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're all old. That's why they don't teach it. You know, they're like, nah. You know, back yeah. in my day, we didn't have fucking Enoch. Damn kids and their Enochs and their beepers. <laughs> Enoch comes skateboarding into the church. <laughs> hey, oh, what's up? <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> Enoch. What are you going to do you with You can't them? be in here. <laughs> He's like, who do you think stained no glass? <laughs> He's spray painting it. <laughs> He just freeze frames like with a thumbs up and a smile. Everybody's like, "What the fuck is he doing?" You know, like at the like <laughs> the end credits. You good, bro? What the hell? <laughs> He's a little crazy, but we keep him around for good times. I have not only have I derailed this episode, I've driven oh, no. this train off a cliff. <laughs> I derailed it and it tumbled down the cliff. These moments are kind of built in, so. I've still got plenty to go. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> Where are we at on time? Are we don't. All right, we got we got some more time. Maybe I won't get to the part that I expected to end at, but that's okay. We actually haven't even started the uh, book itself. I'm just talking about the history of all the how how it ended up. There's still in 2001, George W. E. Nicholsburg published the first volume of a comprehensive commentary on One Enoch in the. Her Mania series. Since the year 2000, the Enoch Seminar has devoted several meetings to the Enoch literature and has become the center of a lively debate concerning the hypothesis that the Enoch literature attests the presence of an autonomous, non-Mosaic tradition of descent in Second Temple Judaism. I, I don't know what most of that means. I was just going to say I had a very <laughs> hard time following that. I don't know if I'm just dumb. Or if I just <laughs> couldn't figure it out, I don't know. There was a lot of words with lots of syllables all wound up in there. And I don't know what happened. Thanks a lot, smart people. <laughs> and before I move on, I was talking about the older preachers. They're older than 1976. I don't know about you, but somehow I find maybe it's just my mentality about listening to all the different this potential stereotypes or or just jokes in general, or just my just my generation, but young pastors, young preachers, young priests seem a little creepy. Yeah, I don't I don't think I would want a young, like hip preacher. Cause I'm always worried, hey, when my wife goes to the bake sale, are you fucking her? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I know some fucking eighty year old preacher's not fucking my wife. No. At the bake sale. No. If if he's like thirty five, and he's like, "Look, Jesus is gonna be real pissed if you don't suck my dick right now." <laughs> She's like, "Okay, uh, I guess I gotta do it." These are divine brownies, <laughs> just l- fucking loaded with ecstasy. <laughs> These brownies will take you all the way to heaven. Oh, they fucked up my shipment of holy water. Here, have some semen. <laughs> God. It's a little cloudy because it got a little shaken up. Why is it coming out of your wiener? <laughs> it's fresh. Comes from the spigot. I... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was anointed by God himself, and now I flow holy water. Oh, God. Horrible. Well, we're going to hell. Are we? We're not making fun of the... I don't know. Maybe we are. We're making fun of the teachers of the word. Is that? Can we look at it like that? Should we? Can well, we look at it like that? I mean, you got to think. A lot of them. Well, I don't want to say a lot of them. There's quite a few charlatans in that. <laughs> Ooh. In that, uh, the the area in the genre. <laughs> you know, give me your money. I need a new fucking jet, so I can spread the word. Oh, Jim Jones, mother. That was there's a, a another preacher who just got the the guy's creepy as fuck. What I can't remember his name. He's an old guy. Oh, I know we're talking about old old and young guys. 
Well, it seems like the one you could trust. He's older. You know, he's probably not fucking my wife at the bake sale. He's not talking about his special brownies. What's he talking about? He's talking about the good book, right? Yeah, you can't trust this fucking guy. I can't remember what his name is. He's real popular. Real popular older preacher. And TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on TV. It's The name is right on the tip of my tongue. What do you think of it? Just shout it out. Just just let it go, brother. Just just let the spirit move to you. Kenneth Copeland. I'm, I'm almost positive that's him. <laughs> I was getting ready to look it up. I pulled my phone up to look it up, and yeah. That guy. Yeah. Wasn't was it a year ago? I think it was a year ago that they started doing those memes, right? He's just gonna blow the coronavirus away. That's him. Yep, that's the same guy. Exactly, that's him. And uh, somebody called up with him. Uh, he was at his his fucking hangar for his private jet, getting ready to get into his Escalade. The and they were like, "What do you? <laughs> what's going on here?" And he's like, basically, at one point, he said he can't be on a plane with other sinners. Because it it messes him up, and he can't give a good he can't tell the word if he's on a plane with a bunch of sinners. Ah, oh, hate it. Can't do it. <laughs> that sounds like Jim Jones. He he was just talking talking of the nonsense. You know what fucks me up about religion? I don't know. Are we? I don't know where we are, but well, it's it's a fine transition point. I'm gonna I'll talk a little bit about. I'll get into the beginning of the book a little bit not as far as i thought i was going to but we'll get a little bit into the book of the watchers and then probably end it there but well, go ahead well i'll say my thing at the end it's it's not sure. that it's not really that important if we don't get to it we don't get to it if we don't get to it i'll cut that part out fuck it okay if you assist and insist but not incest that's different i was trying to get a triple double dude <laughs> triple double <laughs> Had to get the That's assist, the, yeah. the incest, and the assist. <laughs> That's creepy. I might cut that one out. <laughs> In all the states except Alabama. Anyway. The Book of the Watchers is the beginning of the Book of Enoch. Uh, it's dedicated to the last generation. The word, I'm just going to read this part here, and then we'll kind of skim over some stuff until crazy shit happens. Okay. The words of the blessing of Enoch wherewith he blessed the elect and righteous who will be living in the day of tribulation when all the wicked and godless are to be removed. And he took up his parable and said, Enoch, a righteous man, whose eyes were opened by God, saw the vision of the Holy One in the heavens, which the angel showed me. And from them I heard everything, and from them I understood as I saw, but not for this generation, but for a remote one which is for to come. Concerning the elect, I said, and took up my parable concerning them. <clears throat> and then the second coming of Christ. And talks about the second coming of Christ. And uh, the watchers shall quake. And great fear and trembling shall seize them unto the ends of the earth. Just all this seems like it's a... Uh, the whole thing of the second coming of Christ. The whole part here seems like it's just a summary of the whole book of Enoch from beginning to end. So this is the book of Enoch you're you're reading right now, correct? Yes. So it was written after Christ was born then. Yes? How would he know mm-hmm. about how would he know about the second coming if he didn't know about the first coming? That's a very good point. Uh Enoch was the seventh son from Adam. Right. So it was it had to be before Jesus, well before Jesus. So God must have at some point, I don't remember reading that in any of the texts because I did read this from beginning to end. Just know that. <laughs> Physically read it? Yes. Wow. Look at you, man. And I kind of skimmed over those parts about the the sun rising in the east and setting in the west and, and the portals and the windows. I, I skimmed over that part because it was just tedious and repetitive getting through that. Yeah. It was all the same thing. Sun, moon setting, rising, talk about eclipses and stuff like that. But that was the only part that I kind of skimmed over. Everything else I physically read. I don't have a book. I just read it digitally. But, you know. Yeah, you you physically read the words with your eyes. Right. So Enoch is the seventh son from Adam. And it was 
was since he's the great grandfather of Noah, it was before the flood. And the flood happened before Jesus. Right. Strange. Strange how he knew the, about... The timing seems... The timing is like all over the place. It seems like with, with Enoch, he... Well, these fellows lived a bunch of years. Yeah. What I read there was the the beginning of the book of Enoch, the book of the Watchers, the beginning of the book of the Watchers. And that first part, the second coming of Jesus, just seems like a... I don't really want to read all through all that, but it just seems like a summary in Bible lingo of the entire book of Enoch. Mm, yeah. Stuff stuff happens at the beginning. It's cool. Crazy shit happens in the middle. It's a wild fucking ride. And then at the end, they're like, yeah, we're going to screw everybody up, and then we're going to wipe it clean. Yeah, it sounds like... And then everything's going to start over. It's like when you're playing The Sims, and you everything's starting to fuck up. You're like, you know what? New game, you know? Yeah. <laughs> then you reset the simulation. Boop. Hey. <laughs> Uh, the burden, the next part is the burden of the prophet Enoch. So his burden was that he was pretty much a witness to all these crazy things that were happening. He was, uh, he was alive in the time that the watchers, the angels who were watching over mankind, uh, got a little frisky with the ladies of humankind. Mm-hmm. And Enoch just over there just tilling away. I don't, he's like, I don't want any part of that. What are you guys doing? It's it's your business. I don't have a wife. I don't have to worry about it. I'm just going to be over here. You guys, oh, that's what's going on over there. We'll get into all that. So that's his burden, that he was kind of a witness to it, and then God took him, walked with him, showed him all this crazy stuff, and uh, crisis in the days of Jared, the descent of the Watchers. This is where things get a little crazy. I'm going to read this whole passage here, and it's not, it's not too long. Okay. And it came to pass, when the children of men had multiplied, that in those days were born unto them beautiful and comely daughters. And the angels, the children of the heaven, saw and lusted after them, and said to one another, Come, let us choose our wives, us wives from among the children of men, and beget us children. And Semyaza, who was their leader, said unto them, I fear ye will not indeed agree to this deed, and I alone shall have to pay the penalty of a great sin. And they all answered him and said, Let us all swear an oath, and all bind ourselves by mutual imprecations not to abandon this plan, but to do this thing. So at this point, they're all together, like, <laughs> there's some honeys down there. We're going to go down there and get us some. <laughs> Horny as fuck, dude. It's no good here in heaven. Well, this is boring. As hell, we need some hell. <laughs> Look at the booty on Mary. <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah, so when shit got crazy. Then swear they all together and bound themselves by mutual imprecations upon it. And they were in all 200, 200 angels, who descended in the days of Jared on the summit of Mount Hermon. And they called it Mount Hermon because they had sworn and bound themselves by mutual imprecations upon it. I don't know why we had to repeat that part. That's whatever. I, I still don't understand it. Why did you call it Herman? Like Herman <laughs> Monster? You know what I mean? Like, like, well, we made the pact here, boys. We better name it. <laughs> uh, oh, what, <laughs> what about Herman? <laughs> All right, yeah, nobody else has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody else has uh, just a very smooth, no, non-crazy. I mean, I guess I'm who I am, but all these... This next part names all the angels that got crazy, and all their names are wild. And this is where I think you name these people in the Sumerians. I'll let you know, but that's crazy if it if it happened. And these are the names of their leaders. Samyaza, their leader. Erekiba, Ramael, Kokobil, Tamiel, Ramael, Danel, Ezekiel, Erekijal, Asael, Aramaros, Batarel, Ananel, Zakiel, Samsapil, Satarel, Turel, Jamiel, Sarael. These are their chiefs of tens. I swear you said those something like that when you were 
saying stuff about Sumerians or did you mention aliens around the Sumerians? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the angels you named was Ananu. Uh, Ananel. Ananel. So the the god, the god of gods, for the Sumerians was Anu. Okay. So, I mean, maybe that's what you were thinking. Maybe. But that's interesting because there are thoughts that the Anunnaki, which like Anu and Enlil and Enki and all that shit, were fallen angels. Or Nephilim, which are, I guess, the offspring of fallen angels. Yes. Did I, I just stepped on your toes, didn't I? No, 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 no. So they're in there. So that that's kind of interesting. So maybe it's just a different interpretation. A Nanil or whatever you said, mm-hmm. an Anu. It's pretty fucking close. I mean, pretty close. Yeah. I mean, it, it could literally just be like. You know, you told your kid about it. They couldn't properly say the name, and they were like, "Anu." Right, exactly. It's a it's a million year game of telephone. We're yeah. interpreting, we're translating, we're opinionating. We're <clears throat> how many languages happened between the time we're speaking this shitty American back to Hebrew and Giez and whatever became was before that Ethiopian, Sumerian. I mean. Honestly, how many people are even still speaking, like, quote-unquote, original languages? Yeah, exactly. Like, in Judaism, they don't... It's very rare that they speak their their language, that, which was the original Jewish language. Only when they're right. reading... What, what is it? The Torah? Is that the book they read? I don't know. I think when, Maybe. Right before they get their dicks cut off, they gotta read this book. <laughs> or they do that when they're born or something. I don't know. But... They got to read this book, and I think that's in, like, the original Jewish language. I'm not Jewish, so any Jewish listeners, I'm not trying to uh, belittle or uh, I'm not trying to offend because I don't know, but it, I'm almost positive what I've heard is the Torah is, because it takes these kids a long time to learn how to read it. Oh, okay. So they grow up, you know, they're... As you're speaking, as you're learning to speak, you speak whatever language you start with. Let's just, for sake of argument, let's say English, American English. And then halfway through that, you got to learn to read freaking Torah or ancient Judaism or whatever it is. Well, that's a, actually a, a very good example. In England, they speak English, mm-hmm. where we came from originally. Yes. Now we're here, we speak American English, which is very similar, yet very different from British English. Totally agree. It's the same language, just evolved in a different way. And I, it's kind I don't know, it's just weird, because people don't speak the languages they used to, which doesn't make sense to me. And that's, I mean... As a free thinker, I guess that kind of makes me think that it's a little bit of New World Order, a little bit of conspiracy going on there, that the world, the majority, can I can we say that? The majority of the world is moving to uh, speaking a form of English as the number one language. Well, it's the language of business. It really is. Could it be the language of capitalism? Well, until America finally collapses, which is very <laughs> fucking close to doing. We're uh, 250 years into this thing. Yep. Just about. Yep. All great empires. 250 years is about the max, you know? <laughs> it's about average. Like, you know, it's so we're, uh, we're, we're kind of doomed here, I think. And uh, what about Queen Elizabeth? She's pushing, she's probably pushing 245 at this point, isn't she? Yeah, she's got to be. She <laughs> she is definitely from the Bible. 950 years for her. God said, let there be like, oh shit, what are you doing here? And Enoch begat Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> this, pre- this episode's pretty much over. So if we got some stuff wrong, please, you could let us know. 
Give us a five-star review on Podchaser, on Apple Podcasts. I would want to give away the email, which, I mean, we've said it before, but then it seems like if we start saying it again every once in a while, we just get this slew of spam. And actually, that's happened in the last couple of days that we've got a pile of spam in there that I'm like, oh, report, spam, and unsubscribe. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, if you guys want to get to us forget the email just dm us then we then we know you're legit and we'll you know we'll we'll forget the email for a little while facebook instagram twitter all those have little dm sections for everybody but i don't know let's see you know we are we talked about this before we're popular according to our stats pandora is where most people listen to us weird right and then the one before that the one under that is Podcast Addict, and then Apple Podcasts. I did not see that. It's in there. Um, <clears throat> so if you're listening to us, there's many ways to get to us. So please, direct us in the right direction or tell us your opinion on all this stuff. Translate something for us. You know where to find us. Mm-hmm. And if you, and if you want to represent, please tell us. Well, if you want some of that represent merch representative merch i don't know i don't know Ooh, street team <laughs> you can go to uh, my conspiracy slash bring on a weird or tpublic.com and search bring on a weird also shout out to amber thank you amber for buying uh what, what was it a shirt right a tank top yeah mm-hmm. from uh, my conspiracy tees yeah yep old stickers coming for amber you know that at least one, probably two. Yeah. You know what? Buy something. I don't know. Maybe you buy something from myconspiracytees.com slash bring on a weird. Maybe we'll shoot you a shout out too. How about that? Um, we ended this one a little sooner than I thought, but not a whole lot sooner. So we'll definitely pick it up when I pick up my episodes again. I don't know what you have in store for the next one. Uh, I mean, I know what I'm covering. I'm, okay. I'm just going to have to refresh because it's been so long since I've covered it. You know, it's been <laughs> <Yeah>. weeks. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we'll we'll talk and we'll figure out what's coming next and uh, we'll go from there. Stay weird, world. And we'll see you guys next time.